it. Amen. Jesus says in explaining the purpose to why he's telling parables, as he says, to anyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. For those who do not have, even what he has will be taken away. If you understand, you will have more understanding. And if you don't understand, you don't have and you will eventually have nothing. What Jesus is talking about is to have an understanding of what the gospel is. He even says in explaining it, he says, This is why I speak to them in parables. Because they look but do not see and hear but do not listen or understand. Jesus' desire is that we understand what he's saying. And understanding is not just up here, it is the whole body. It's understanding with your mind, heart, body, and soul. It reminds me of John chapter 4, when Jesus goes up to the woman at the well, and he says to her, give me something to drink. The woman's confused. She's like, how could you talk to me? I'm a Samaritan. I'm here at, at noonday. I'm like the worst sinner of them all. And what does Jesus say to her? He says, if you knew the gift of God, and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. If you knew this little thing, that I'm the son of God, then you would have asked for a drink from living water in which you, when you drink, you will never thirst and you will never hunger. And so do you understand? First, the soil on the path. Jesus gives us this beautiful parable of the sower. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of God without understanding. The evil one comes and steals away what was sown in his heart. The reason people fall away is because they don't get it. They don't understand. Christians, the catechism says, Christians owe it to themselves to develop the desire to meditate regularly, lest they come to resemble these first three kinds of soil in the parable of the sower. And so how do you grow and how, do you, how are you on good soil? Understand the truth. Again, not just this. It's not just head knowledge. Have an experience of the Word of God. To pray with the Word of God. To meditate on the Word of God. To seek the Word of God. Jesus says in verse 9 today, He says, For those who have ears, can you just touch your ears real quick? Please, touch your ears. That means if you're, if you're not touching your ears, you're, you're, you're lost. Touch your ears. For those who have ears, let him hear. It's like God is screaming at us and saying, listen, listen to me. For those who have ears, you have ears. But do your heart, does your heart have ears? Do you have ears to hear? For those who have ears, let him hear. And what if you still don't understand? Then listen. Listen aggressively. Listen attentively. Seek understanding. When Jesus speaks to us in parables, and whenever he speaks truly, he always speaks in a communal way, in a macro level, in a big way, and he speaks in a personal or a micro level. Now first, in the macro level, he talks about these different soils. The one on, rocky, the, one on the path, the one on rocky ground, the one on soil, and the one, the good soil. What is that soil in a communal sense? It's the culture. As a community, the ground the seed is being sown into is our culture. 
And Chaldeans, we know, take so much pride in our culture, right? Who's proud to be Chaldean? But what does that mean? First, what culture means is a way of life for an entire society passed down from generation to generation. It includes codes of manners, dress, language, religion, rituals, and art. As Chaldeans, we're Catholic, right? We're Christian. We believe in Jesus. But I'm just going to really preach a little tough today. Our community's pretending. We're pretending to be followers of Jesus. We are lukewarm, and we are not seeking the word, and we are not evangelizing. Our community is getting choked. Now I want you to start choking yourself. Can you just put your hands by your, by your neck and be like, our community is being choked by the materialism of this culture. Jesus says, the seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word. You've all heard the word, right? The community knows the word who is Jesus Christ. But then, worldly anxiety and the lure of riches. Can you just say that? Lure of riches? Lure of riches chokes the word and it bears no fruit. Oh, this is going to be fun. I know you guys are listening. But uh, who here heard about that dentist giving that Chanel uh, giveaway? Yeah, if you heard about it. Okay. All right. This is so good. And you know what? Props to that dentist because he understands human nature. He understands how materialistic our Chaldean people are. And he said, if I give away a $6,000 Chanel purse, all of these people are going to share and like my page. It's a phenomenal marketing scheme. It's great. But what is that? Okay, also, 6,736 likes and 11,000 comments on this random dentist giving away a Chanel. And God bless him, he's smart. And if you haven't heard, good for you, you don't have social media. And actually, I heard it from somebody. I didn't even know about it. What does that say about our community? That we would rather share to get a Chanel instead of share to build up treasure in heaven and build up the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. We are worshiping idols. We are idol worshipers. In Exodus 34, it says, For you shall worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Have you ever heard that God is jealous? That when you go and worship idols, when you worship something other than him, he experiences a jealousy. He wants you. God is jealous. In our culture, Christianity is only practiced when it's convenient. We're not on God's time. God is on our time, okay? I want to do what I want to do on Sunday. The church is only full when there's a holiday. We call Christmas and Easter holidays and not feast days. Feast days where we're, we're meant to just, oh man. In our culture, church is becoming a ritual, not a place of encounter, because so many are not interested in the relationship, but interested in a show. We'd rather have a show than a person. When we go to church, we want to be entertained. That's why so many people are obsessed with a good homily. They come for a homily and not for a person. They come for a homily and not for his body. That's why some may say the church is boring. I'm bored. It's entertainment, not worship. 
The church is becoming an event hall. We step into the church when we have weddings and baptisms and funerals. At weddings where I see couples that are so consumed with the material and not the spiritual. I sometimes feel like a flower pot where I'm just standing up here and I'm looking pretty. Not all of them. Don't, make, don't think like, oh, that's what Father John's thinking. But when you're so consumed with the material, I'm like, what is this? Will I see this couple again? 50-50. Their baptism or asking permission for a divorce. Right now in this culture, it's 50-50. And why? Because the sacrament of matrimony is powerful, but people don't believe in the power of God. People don't believe and they lack faith. I sound judgmental, but hello, look around. What is our community turning into? What is our culture? When Jesus says the seed is sown among the soil, as a community, the soil is the culture. And we have allowed this culture to change our culture instead of our culture to influence the greater society. I ask myself, why is this happening? It's because we've lost focus on the mission. We allow the materialistic culture to change us instead of us change them. And the mission is to proclaim the gospel, the good news, to live in freedom as a child of God. But no matter what this culture or time that you're living in, Jesus also speaks to you personally. He's talking to you. You have a choice. On a micro level, the ground that Jesus is talking about is the human heart. Now I want you to touch your heart. How about that? Place your hand on your heart. This is the soil that Jesus is talking about. It's a time for self-reflection. What soil is your heart grounded on? You are not a product of your system. You are not a product of your culture. You are free to choose truth. And you are not predetermined to live a certain way. No one can take away your freedom. And so you have the freedom to choose what, what soil you want your heart to be. No one can touch your heart unless you give it access. Jesus says in Matthew 10, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body and send it to hell. Now this fourth soil, the soil that Jesus is talking about, he says, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and what? Tell me, finish it. The one who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred, sixty, and thirtyfold. This is where we need to read the word of God. And the word of God needs to transform us. And if we don't understand the word, we need to seek and we need to ponder and we need to grow. This is mandatory. About a year or two ago, we sold Bibles outside for five bucks. So cheap, right? We're going to do that again today. If you don't have a Bible in your house, you're going to go out those doors after Mass and you're going to take a Bible. And if you don't have five dollars on you, you're going to take a Bible and I don't care about your money. The seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it. All right, last part of the homily. It's going to be a little segue. 
But football season's ahead, right? Who here loves football? I love football. And why do people love football so much? Well, I love it for the purity of the game. I just, I love the contact. I love the, like, just the passion, you know? I just love that. But why do so many people love football season? Because of fantasy football, of course. Because of suicides. Because of whatever. But because of gambling. This is a gambling community. Our community struggles with it. And every football season, gambling ramps up. Every single football season, people who are addicted to gambling are pressured and tempted and triggered in so many different ways. And Jesus says, those who hear the word of God and understand it, what will happen? They will bear a hundredfold, sixtyfold, or thirtyfold. Your return will be insane. Imagine you gamble, you make a bet, and you get a hundred times it. Of course you would do it, right? So stop gambling with your soul. Gambling is a sin when you're hurting your family. I'm not saying five, ten dollars here, there, whatever. But if you have a gambling addiction, even five dollars is wrong. Because it will trigger you to do more. So I have a perfect bet for you. It's perfect. It's 100% guaranteed. Make a bet and invest in the word of God and seek Jesus. And that will be the best return you could ever ask for. Amen.